From bureaucracy's basement to your ears, this is the weekly meeting of the Queen City Improvement Bureau. On today's meeting, we have improvement vector candidates, outstanding improvements, innovative revenue tools, and everything that you can always expect from one of our meetings. This meeting is now in session. Hello. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm great. Who, who are you? I've, I, uh, I'd have to... Where's Shauna? What have you done to, with Shauna? I'd have to consult my notes for the answers to all those questions. Uh, uh, consult away, sir. I have no notes on who I am or what happened to Shauna. So I'm very sorry. I can't... Oh, <laughs> it's a, it's a mystery. But I'm back. I'm you're back. back. I was gone Whoever you are, you're back. Am, yeah. Excellent. I miss Shauna already. <laughs> You should, as well you should. So shall we... Uh, let's do attendance. Let's do attendance. Um, okay, uh, first we have, tonight at the meeting we have uh, Ranji Manada. No, I don't see any Ranji Manada here. He's famous. Yeah, no, that's why I would know if he was here or not. Yeah, and I, I mean, don't see a Ranji Manada. Part of the entire line of Ranjis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to collect them. Yeah, really? Yep. Yeah, I, nice. I even had like the collector case. Wow. And the inflatable dome uh, action uh, playset. Action Ranji. Action yes. Ranji, yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. I mean, uh, uh, like a staple of 70s childhood toys. Everybody had one. Exactly. Yeah. But um, I don't see him here, and I'm thinking it's because this is a little embarrassing. I mean, I, I was away for a week, so you have to forgive me. I think I mixed up the letters in his oh, name. Oh, no. Um, should be Andrew, Aiden Morgan. That is actually you. Oh, Okay, yeah. so I'm here. Good. Now, now the answer to who I am has been answered. So, yes. Two birds, one stone. And uh, next up is uh, Dwayne Pleach. Oh God! Everybody yeah. hates Dwayne Pleach. That jerk took my lunch money, like in grade three, like every, at least every week, once a week. I'm still blue down below from the wedgies. Man, Dwayne yeah. freaking Pleach. Um, he just follows us everywhere. Wait, hold on. Now he's going to come to a meeting. I, I got good news. Wreck everything. <laughs> I've got, I've got good news. Oh, there will be no swirlies or wedgies from Dwayne Pleach. Oh, good. Uh, and we get to keep our lunch money because yeah. uh, I actually I messed up the letters. Oh no. Which, um, we start with that P and we take it. It's Paul Deschamps. That's me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're both. And here. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm present. Okay. Uh, you know, Sean Uchu, who yeah. was here last week in your seat. She got my name right on the first go. Well, some of us are just special. Yeah. <laughs> she can't have my job. I've worked hard. She actually turned it down. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah, didn't pay enough. So do we have do we have quorum? We don't. I'm sorry. Okay. We had we had quorum last week. Oh man. Yeah. Well, we're getting close. So let's uh, let's move on with the agenda. We have an improvement Alrighty. vector candidate with us this evening. Yeah, we do. Yes. Uh, it's uh, Amir Henny. Yes. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. Excellent. And you're here from Multifaith Saskatchewan. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I guess uh, let's let's start. We we wanted to talk to you today about sort of the uh, the atmosphere that's present in Canada, especially for like uh, um, Muslim immigrants and just refugees and immigrants in general. Considering you know what's happened in Quebec City last week, or and uh, the Muslim ban that has been imposed by the uh, Donald Trump administration down in the United States, and how that's how that's impacting people here in the Queen City. But maybe first, could we start with just what is multi-faith Saskatchewan? So multi-faith Saskatchewan, we actually have uh, multi, uh, Regina multi-faith and the Saskatoon multi-faith. And then we have at the uh, Saskatchewan level, at the provincial level, we have uh, multi-faith Saskatchewan. So, you know, we, you know, we have around 12 different de de religious denominations that uh, are, you know, have memberships in our uh, associations. And we deal with anything related to uh, faith-based. Uh, so, you know, we try our best to uh, to meet and uh, and discuss some issues that are uh, common to all the faith-based uh, citizens in Saskatchewan. Hmm. Right. And how long have you guys been together? How long have you been doing this? I mean, in terms of, uh, uh, I became the vice president just last year. Mm -hmm. uh, but in terms of, uh, let's say, regional multi-faith, uh, I think it has been around uh, for you know close to maybe 20 years or something like that, yes. Mm -hmm. And the same thing for uh, multi-faith multi uh, Saskatoon. Right. And so, 
is is it a, a really active group that you guys are? We let's say in uh, you know Rajanam Multi Faith we meet on uh, on a monthly basis the first Monday of uh, of each month, and uh, the same thing happens in uh, in Saskatoon on uh, the provincial level we meet almost the same you know, on, uh, on a monthly basis but uh, because uh, half of us are in Saskatoon and half of us in, are in Regina, uh, we meet every couple of months you know, physically in uh, halfway between Saskatoon and, and Regina uh, but uh, all the other meetings are done on, uh, on Skype. Right. Hmm. Right. And you mentioned there were 12 denominations. Right. Uh, just off the top of your head, can you name a few? I mean, obviously, uh, Muslims, the Christians, you know, with uh, their different uh, different denominations and so on, and uh, the Sikh, the uh, Hindu, uh, the Jews, uh, you know, uh, Judaism, and uh, right. many, many others, you know, the hmm. Baha'i and uh, Ahmadiyya Muslims and so on. Right, right. And so what kind of stuff have you guys up until now been dealing with typically in uh, Saskatchewan? I mean, in terms of, uh, you know, regular regular issue and so on. Yeah. I mean, you know, anything that, uh, for example, I think there was uh, the prayer in the, uh, in the in the parliament and, and so on. So we, we, we wrote a letter to the premier about that. Uh, you know, we have... Uh, um, you know, art uh, competition uh, in in the uh, in, in schools. So we give them a theme, and then you know they they produce some uh, some uh, uh, you know uh, artful things, and we have a competition, and then we take uh, you know the best uh, fifteen, and we travel around the province and show them. So usually about uh, you know love uh, according to your own faith and uh, and things like that. We also organize. Uh, uh, you know, let's say Regina multi multi faith. We organize uh, World Religion Day, mm -hmm. which was uh, l last month, and you know we bring you know 150 to 100 people together in the synagogue, and uh, talk about uh, you know uh, a theme. So everybody from different religion will come and say a prayer according to that uh, that theme and so on. Right. Uh, we also you know had uh, uh, movie nights and uh, we have conferences we talk about uh, you know racism we talk about uh, first nations issues uh, we talk about uh, multi-faith and interfaith uh, you know dialogue so this is actually uh, our main function is to have a dialogue. Right on cool um, so more recently then, I guess there's been some stuff that's cropped up. Uh, and I guess we're wondering how these things are affecting the Queen City. So stuff like the shooting in Quebec City, I think that was a shock to everybody. Mm -hmm. um, how did You guys responded with a really uh, touching press release about that. Well, I agree. I mean, uh, you know... Uh, you know, when something like this happened, obviously everybody comes together. So yeah. we have... Uh, seen a lot of support, you know, in uh, rallies in uh, you know in Regina and Saskatoon and so on, and also a lot of uh, support you know, in terms of letters, emails, and even you know colleagues in at work and so on. So obviously it has it was a shock to everybody here. Uh, unfortunately, maybe it was not a shock for some people living in in, uh, in Quebec and so on because you know some of these issues have been uh, going around for uh, for many years. But uh, for us, I think you know, it just brought uh, everybody together. Right? Do you mm -hmm. guys do you guys see much in the way of like religious intolerance in Regina or Saskatchewan? I uh, we don't. Uh, you know, uh, to tell you frankly, I, I really don't don't see it. Okay, but obviously, you know, these things are hidden, and sometimes it comes comes out. But uh, I don't think so. I mean, uh, you know, in in general, uh, you know. You know, there there has never been an issue uh, related to uh, religious intolerance that I know of. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, maybe we could touch on something because one of the things that I noticed is uh, I, I've, I've heard a lot of people saying, you know, after Quebec City, you know, this isn't my Canada. My my Canada doesn't have these kind of like lingering uh, issues with with race or religion. And yet, just in the last year here at the Queen City Improvement Bureau, we've covered there was a prayer hall that. Um, that, that a group tried to set the Islamic Association of Saskatchewan actually wanted to set up in a strip mall. The city council was like completely supportive and it did pass, but they had to deal with a very, very resistant community. There was like a, a, a petition of 90 people saying they didn't want this here with concerns about loudspeakers. And well, I believe, I believe what they were worried about was that the speaker said you wanted to go out to get a pint of milk and a leg wax 
And how can you do that when, I guess, there's a prayer hall? I was a little unclear on the logic, but yeah. that's what she said. Yeah, there were concerns yeah. about parking, I think, is where it ultimately <laughs> came concerns about parking. Uh, and then, of course, in, in the rural municipality of Sherwood, there was there's a proposal just kind of floating in limbo to build a mosque there that, again, is facing a lot of resident concern. Um, you know... Uh, you know, we we understand the concerns of the people. I mean, in terms of parking and so on. You know, we we had that issue mm. of parking in the mosque where where we are right now. You know, uh, in in Regina. So you know, getting out of the mosque is uh, to the street is uh, is an issue and so on. And obviously, at uh, some hours, I say on Friday prayer, we are hundreds parking on the on the streets and so on. Mm-hmm. So obviously, yeah. this is uh, something that is not. Uh, where people don't feel comfortable and so on. But, uh, you know, in general, these things happen everywhere, you know, wherever it's a mosque or, uh, or a church, you know, so maybe, you know, churches here are a little bit richer than the, our mosque and can afford the very large uh, parking parking lots, but we don't have that luxury. You know, we uh, the the church that we, we you know, was transformed into a mosque was a small one, so yeah. the parking is really very limited. Uh, so, you know, we understand the, the, the problems, but in reality, I mean, we we are, we are obviously uh, trying to solve these issues. So, for example, in the strip mall that you are talking about, uh, you know, the um, Muslim community agreed that they are not going to to have more than 30 people pray at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I live not very far from that area. And I can tell you that there are not more than 10 cars. In yeah. uh, you know, it has been yeah. a few months now. And I, I, I pass by that. You know, by the by the mosque or uh, uh, the place where uh, you know prayer is being held uh, every day. You know, morning and, and and evening. And I can tell you that there, there there is no issue. So I think you know it just took time to explain to the people that you know we're gonna take uh, actions and make sure that we are not disturbing the the neighbors and so on. Mm-hmm. So there is no loud spe- speakers. There is no issue with the, with the parking. Yeah. It was just you know something that has to be discussed. Yeah, I think you know with the dialogue. I mean we are very happy that uh, uh, the city allowed us to to do that. And I think. You know, I have not asked the neighbors, but I think, you know, uh, their concerns were not, uh, you know, uh, were not true. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's almost like in Regina, parking is a religion. <laughs> Do you guys have like a representation, a representative of the, the parking religion in Multifaith? <laughs> you should yet. look into yeah. that. The Church of the yeah, Parking. Yes, I think we'll, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll consider that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because then you, you'd yeah. get like a, you know, like a line right into like the parking. It would never be a problem for you guys mm. again. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good yes, point. Yes. Yeah. It would be, the, it would be the, the Church of Grading and Drainage. Yes. That's, that's what they call it. Yeah. And have you heard anything about the mosque in the rural municipality? Because it's been kind of quiet. I think it's still something that has not been decided. Obviously, the neighbors were, uh, you know, had some concerns. And I think, you know, the uh, the committee in charge of uh, the mosque, you know, tried to uh, respond to their concerns and uh, try to uh, take, take them into account and so on. Uh, you know, similar to the... Uh, the uh, prayer hall or the room where we are praying in uh, in the strip mall you know i, I don't think they're you know, the parking will be really an issue or noise or, yeah. or loudspeakers and things like that. I mean, we have many mosques where you can, uh, you know, you don't have to u- use a loudspeaker. You know, in the mosque where we are praying right now, you mm-hmm. know, we the call for prayer is done uh, within the mosque and so on. And if you are outside, you're not going to hear it. So, you know, I, I think with time, you know, uh, we are hopeful that, uh, you know, we'll come into uh, agreement with the neighbors that, uh, uh, you know the mosque can can be built uh, as you know i mean i understand the that there is you know uh, a number of neighbors but people praying in there will be in also in hundreds so yeah. we are also citizens of regina and uh, yeah. we really mm-hmm. would like uh, you know to have uh, a prayer hall i mean the one that we are using now is really becoming a major uh, major issue for for us yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. The the mosque plan for outside the city that also includes a uh, community center. Uh, it does, yes, yeah. it does. I mean, for now, you know, even the regional multi faith and uh, Saskatchewan multi faith Saskatchewan, whenever we meet, I cannot take them to the mosque because it's too small. We don't yeah. have a we don't have a, you know a community place and so on. Yeah. So you know. We are missing a lot on, uh, you know, let's say weddings and so on that can, we, where we can use that hall and meetings and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just the community in general. The one that we have is, is just too small. It's not enough even to teach the, the kids, uh, you know, uh, Quran in, uh, on the weekend and so on. We are using other houses and so on. Really? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. 
Yeah, so it's it's really a major issue. We try to to see if we can, uh, you know, uh, teach these classes at university, but the cost was just uh, too much. We we needed, I think, twelve classrooms or something like that. Oh, geez. really? Yes. Oh, that's yes. a surprisingly yeah. large number. Yeah. yeah, it's a very large number. I mean, oh. and for for you know each level of uh, each grade will will need a you know different uh, different room. Yeah. Hmm. So that's. Um, well, community space is like at a premium in the city just in general, and it's yes. very hard to get. Um, so the mosque is in Lakeview. It's it's uh, it's um, it's not really. It's very close to Lakeview. Yes. Yeah. Very close to Lakeview. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And yes. so, what's the congregation there? Like, how many people are using that facility right now? I mean, all I can tell you is, uh, you know, we are having uh, two prayers. You know, we used right. to have just one, and the mosque is full from the top to the bottom. I cannot give you, you know, a real number. Maybe 500 people each wow. time that mm. uh, that are yeah. praying. And uh, believe me, when we get out of the prayer from the, you know, from the mosque, it's really very crowded. You know, I'm <laughs> hoping that we'll not have any uh, fire or any any, yeah. any oh, issue yeah. in there because, uh, you know, uh, you know, people are very organized and so on. But still, you know, the the, the mosque is just too small for the community. You know, with more and more, uh, you know, uh, immigrants coming that are from Syria and mm -hmm. so on, they are adding, you know, more uh, more people to the to the mosque and so on. So the issue is actually growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with a community that size, though, you guys must put on like really awesome potlucks. <laughs> oh, we, we we do, yes, you do, yes, and yeah. uh, you know, f fundraising is also very easy. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, well, the other thing that's happened recently that's kind of impacting, like, everybody in Canada is the Muslim ban. Well, it's not, they don't want to call it a ban, yes. even though they keep calling it a ban. Well, uh, just breaking news, the suspension has been upheld. So right it, now, yeah. the the non-ban ban is, is, is not in place, yeah. it's, at least for the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That must have been shocking, though, to, hit, to see something like that just drop out of nowhere. Oh, it, it's true. I mean, uh, you know, we have we thought that you know after the uh, the campaign that uh, you know so few, few things will will change once you know the uh, Trump becomes uh, you know a president. But it seems like you know he's trying in the first hundred days to <laughs> to go through all the things that he has promised and uh, and, and use them. I've never seen that in any yeah. president. But, mm -hmm. uh, so he yes. can just golf the next like three <laughs> years and two hundred days. Yes, I don't have to criticize him after that. You know, yeah. <laughs> he have gone all the all the things. That that will require criticism in the first hundred days. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no, but uh, in general, obviously, uh, you know, we have faculty members, we have uh, students that are affected by by the ban, mm -hmm. and it's really terrible. I mean, for for us, uh, you know, some of us do uh, research and so on, and you have to go to the U.S. for uh, presentations, mm -hmm. for you know, for uh, funding from the U.S. and the conferences and so on. And it's uh, you know, having a ban is really a major issue. Yeah. I, I heard that maybe uh, uh, dual citizens from Canada will uh, are exempted from the ban, but I'm not really sure. I think I, I read that uh, just this morning. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, in general, it has affected tremendously, you know, the students and the faculty members and just, you know, just the fear factor. I mean, yes, as, yes. as you have heard, there are many uh, refugees who are going to apply it in, in the U.S. are now, you know, coming to, to Canada and so on. They just feel like, uh, you know, the, uh, the ambience in, in the U.S. is not what, uh, what should be. So I'm really sorry to uh, hear that uh, some people are, uh, f you know, f uh, fleeing the U.S., in yeah, the mm -hmm. country. You know, it's just amazing that uh, to me that uh, you know instead of fleeing, you know, Africa, North Africa to Europe, <laughs> now you know they are fleeing, uh, you the know, United the, the United States, yeah. yes, and coming to Canada and, and any other country. I, I think they should leave some uh, space for the refugees to go to Mexico. You know, because <laughs> they closed down the, that wall. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so, well, so you were with the University of Regina as well. Yes. Um, how, how's the student body uh, responding to this? news uh, obviously there are a lot of you know m many students from uh, iran many students from uh, uh, from yemen uh, and sudan and so on so you know there are yeah. many students that are affected and uh, and some of them you know would fly with uh, transit to the us you know, now they cannot do that anymore yeah. you know and uh, you know they cannot travel for conferences, attending anything and so on. Uh, we had even some, uh, you know, very uh, prestigious professors 
not come to Canada because they are afraid that if they come to Canada, they will not be allowed in in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So they cancel. This is part of uh, you know a major uh, you know uh, you know very famous presenter in uh, in petroleum. Uh, you know, cancelled because of uh, you know the, the fear that you know they might not be able to to go back to the U.S. That's hmm. scary. Yes. Yeah, the same thing. I think there is that uh, more on one of the sprinter, you know, gold uh, medal uh, winner. You know, he 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 decided that maybe he will not go to the go back to the to the state because uh, they may not allow him in. Hmm. And he has all his family staying in the state because he's originally from Somalia. Mm -hmm. huh. Yeah. So it's 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 affecting you know uh, you know millions of people. Yeah. Do you know, like, how are we, how are we equipped here in Regina to like welcome more people in who are affected by this? I mean, obviously, in Regina, multi faith, and uh, you know, uh, we have been uh, sponsoring some uh, uh, Syrian families. So oh, wow. you know, yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. So we we have a family that we have sponsored uh, one family, and we are dealing with uh, three other families. You know, uh, uh, in in Regina. And uh, so, you know, more and more people are actually uh, uh, giving donations, you know, to take care of the uh, Syrian families and so on. So I think we have obviously done very well and so on, at least in the first year. You know, I hope that, uh, you know, the support will continue, especially after, uh, as you know, those uh, uh, the families sponsored either by government or by uh, private citizens like uh, the family that we are sponsoring right now. Uh, they have just one year of support, and then after that, they are on their own. So we are hoping yeah. that you know, mm. after one year, if there are issues, that you know some governmental agency will will help them within that. But obviously, they are doing their best, uh, uh, you know, to to fit in and start working. But obviously, uh, language is an issue. Yeah, and right. uh, you know sometimes uh, you know one or two hours of English a day is not uh, going to help you very you know, very very much. I mean, it's it's very good, but. Uh, you know, maybe they need more than that. Uh, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, other institutions, uh, uh, thinking about University of uh, Regina, might mm -hmm. uh, you know step in and help and so on, yeah. in terms of uh, providing uh, the refugees with uh, English classes, uh, you know, almost on a, on a full time basis. Yeah, yeah. Well, how much work goes into it on your end if you're sponsoring a family? Yeah. Like, how much? How many resources do you guys need to? I mean, Luster. we we uh, we help them with everything. Obviously, you know, fundraising, you know, and and so on. And then, so for the first year, we we the the uh, sponsoring uh, uh, institution or uh, group, you know, will will pay for everything. And we also furnish the, uh, the the house, okay, from you know our own donations and so on. And, so on. and uh, we provide them with transportations, with any anything that they need. So on a daily basis, we transport them, you know, to the school and uh, and, and back and so on. And we take care of uh, you know additional, let's say, English support. Uh, we have somebody uh, who speaks, uh, you know, maybe Arabic, you know, uh, at hand, so that uh, if needed, we take them to the uh, doctors and so on. So you know, there is somebody almost uh, on a daily basis with them to help them with the, with all their needs. I mean, it's it's really very strange to find yourself in a country where you don't speak the language at all, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, everything is, uh, you know, you need help uh, with everything that. Uh, that you have to do. Yeah, and then the parking is crazy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, at least we could have a place where they have a parking next <laughs> next to them. I'm not very far away from the university. So. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if people want to get involved with multi-faith uh, Saskatchewan multi-faith Regina, yes. how do they do that? I think we have our uh, Facebook, uh, so they can access this. Uh, multi-faith Saskatchewan has a web 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 page. Uh, so, as individuals, you know, you can uh, you can become member, or uh, you know, if you are uh, faith-based, uh, you you can you can come as a, you know faith-based membership and, and so on. So it's not uh, a lot of money, and uh, also you know, with more people, obviously, we can do more more things. So we have been very active, but uh, uh, I, th I think we need more more members for sure. Right on. And um, if people want to help out with uh, sponsoring a refugee family through you guys, is, is that all, is all the, uh, that information there? Yes, I think, you know, obviously, uh, you know, for example, uh, uh, if we are sponsoring, I mean, we go through the, uh, the Catholic Church, you know, so, 
you know they 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 are negotiating with the government in terms of uh, you know getting the the number i think we have 40 families that you can support some right now okay. uh, yeah so you know we obviously don't have funds for 40 you know uh, but uh, at the end we have three families that we are taking care of we would like to take care of more families and so on so any any group of people you know f- five people if they can raise enough uh, uh, money to sponsor family can 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 do it but you have to go through uh, you know, uh, you know, institutions like uh, the Catholic Church to, uh, you know, to to apply officially. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So, how did how did Amr do on our on our? Well, I looked at my complicated rubric, and I determined that Amr is indeed an improvement vector. Oh, excellent. Yes, successful. I kind of thought I kind of thought he would succeed. So, oh, so this game is rigged, is what you're saying. No, 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 no! I was, I was, it was in the pool, the office oh, pool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I just made five bucks. Nice. Yeah, that's really good. All right. Well, in that case, we'll present you with a certificate of improvement. Thank you. Thank suitable, you very much. Suitable for framing, hanging, or whatever else you may need. I would like to just uh, thank you that you have a parking uh, in front of your uh, <laughs> uh, of your building. I'm not really sure it belongs to your uh, your radio or somebody else or a part, but uh, it's after hours, so yeah, it should be okay. Don't talk about it too much. If <laughs> people right. find out about that spot, they might take it away from <laughs> us. Oh, no yeah, yeah. All right. Well, okay. Thank well, you. thanks a lot for coming in. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, yeah, now we've got to move on with the agenda to the innovative revenue tools portion. Uh, yes, actually. That would be the portion of the meeting where we talk about ways that the city can improve its bottom line by innovating mm. revenue tools. Tool- tools that are innovative and produce revenue. That's the way you say it, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I love it. So, it is the most tautological portion of our, of our show. It is. Yes. It's fantastic. Uh, well, uh, do we have one? We do, actually. Excellent. <laughs> We were. We're, It's it's a. It's related to a topic that we're going to be uh, discussing in the second half of our meeting. Excellent. The best. Yeah. To do with they are the best. To do with uh, Western Potash. Oh. And its purchase of our city's grey water. Yeah. Okay. Now I know that they're they're putting up money up front, which is good for the city, but they're not going to draw any water uh, till at least 2019. Oh, if 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 then. If then. Yeah. That's a long time to wait. Yeah. Like why not get started, like right away, on like a subscription basis? <laughs> taking our our poop water, <laughs> taking our wastewater. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Could anybody say, subscribe, or would this just be available to uh, Western well, Potash and their families? Um, well, that's that's a that's a radical expansion of the project. <laughs> but yes, anyone, any private citizen or company can subscribe. To the uh, the wastewater project would this be like one of those prize boxes where it would come in the mail every month and you like open it up and go, ooh, <laughs> that's wastewater more on a again. Daily, a more on a daily basis to really you know supply like a regular supply of it. God, how do you get water into somebody's house on a daily basis? <laughs> the the technology for that is yet to be invented. Oh God. Okay, so there's like some problems with this IRT. Yeah. So we're, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, I'm thinking of a series of like, um, like slightly slanted. Like pipes to take advantage of gravity to. Oh, that's, yeah, that's you know, cool. Ducts, aqueducts, perhaps. Right. Oh, yeah. the Romans had something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, and they were yeah. made of lead, and there were no problems there. So, right. Regina yeah. should really look into that. So for the, for the, I agree. So for the pilot project, I was thinking we could start with me, because okay. I, I produce a lot of like wastewater apparently. Right. Um, so we can just maybe if there's a dumbwaiter, we can get it up out of the basement and then send it down the duct to Western Potash. Oh, brilliant. 25 liters, that's approximately pro- around probably around $50 a day. Right. Genius. So, yeah. Okay. Well, so that's, I, that's I think that's a fantastic it. innovative revenue yes, tool. Yes, thank you very much. Great work, Hayden. As always. Well, but if that idea doesn't catch on, we, we have a few more ideas here. All right. I'm Sandy Dorn from the Regina Warehouse Business Improvement District, and you're listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 CJTR, Regina's Community Radio. All right, we're back from Innovative Revenue Tools. Uh, you know, usually when I hear the other tools, I say, wow, those were good tools. Yeah. But in this case, none of them even came close. Not even close. No, yeah. It was, no, that was genius. It was, it was a pretty sad showing for those other Innovative yeah. Revenue. They should fire those people. I don't want to go that far. I don't want to see anybody get fired. Not in this economy. Not in this economy? Yes, you're right. Yeah. Just maybe they can have an accident <laughs> or something. You know. Right. We could just shove them off the top of the radio building. Whatever.
they, whatever the radio thing is they have. Yeah, they could be like magically find themselves shoved. Right. It's, a, it's an accident if you put it in the passive voice. Right. Shoving was done right. by them, to them, right. by others. Maybe the subwoofers were so like loud that they just got sort of vibrated. Oh, wow. Into Earth 2. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So they're, so they're fine. Yeah, they're just good. in another dimension. No yeah. problem. And people should not look at the base of the building. Right. For for their bodies, because no. they, they won't be there. No, because they're in Earth too. Exactly. So how um where were you? Oh, because uh, you you missed you missed a gangbusters meeting last week. I did. The place was packed. There was a dance party. It was it was all good. Oh man, you know I um I, you know I was I went to the boiler room to like uh -huh. get some water for off the you know off the pipes as you do. And uh, yeah, there's I think I might have stepped in some gum or something. Because I got stuck. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry about that. That might have been my gum. I've yeah. been throwing it behind the boiler. Uh, okay. And, like, the thing is, it's not drying out because it's, like... So damp. Dripping, yeah. yeah. And so just, it's 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 a quagmire back there. I was probably... My whole left foot got stuck in gum. Oh. And I want to say that, like, I called out and nobody heard me, but I believe I called out and I heard you guys say, just leave him there He'll be fine. Oh yeah, that was me. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I, yeah. I, I thought that was odd that you actually said you didn't even know where I was because it seems to me you heard you 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 knew exactly where I had been all week. Well, yeah, but you know things just went so great and it was it was so cool. I got re I got a lot of reading done. Um, huh. Read a bunch yeah. of the budget. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. so it sounds like everything worked out for yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah, no, everything oh, cool. worked out really well. Uh, speaking of the budget, there is a budget meeting coming up on Monday, hey? Oh, really? Yeah, it's on the okay. 13th. Yeah, 5.30. Be there or be... Well, actually, if you're there, you are square, I think is actually how it goes. Be there and be square. Exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and so, yeah, the, the city budget will be debated at that time, and everybody will, like, discuss how the budget went. Uh, and last week, well, we'll get into that in a bit, but uh, something that's... Uh, in uh, affecting the budget, actually, is uh, running from Monday to Wednesday was the uh, Saskatchewan Urban Municipalities Association uh, conference up in Skatoon. Ooh. Yeah. The, I, mighty, I, the mighty burg of Skatoon. I hear there were standing ovations going around. There were. There were standing ovations for the premier of our fine province, Brad Wall, who gave a talk about something that I wouldn't think would you typically get somebody a standing ovation. Mm. Uh, the The provincial deficit that was a few few short months ago uh, a mere half a billion dollars is now up over 1.2 billion dollars as of this week we, we are actually standing bravo bravo yes ah. and uh bradwell announced in his little speech at the uh, at suma that uh because the deficit is so gigantic everything is on the table now to get cut wow Yep, the Sask Party. The Sask Party's mandate is now butcher block. <laughs> and everything is just lining up and laying its head out. Right. Starting starting with all them hippies. He's yeah. getting rid of them hippies <laughs> who have frankly been a plague on Saskatchewan for the last several decades. I can't stand those hippies. Yeah, I know. They make, they do make my blood boil. Yeah. And probably Brad Walls too. Yeah. Uh obviously. So But I'm allergic to patchouli. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So they make me sneeze. Your blood boils. <laughs> I'd rather sneeze yeah, than my eyes really. water and yikes. Yeah, my, I, I I get into like by by the boiler room is a vacuum chamber. I get in there and that that literally makes my blood boil. Oh yeah, hippies only do it metaphorically. Oh okay. Yeah okay. So yeah, uh, things that are up for the chop. Uh, it was mentioned that potentially urban parks. So. Uh, with the exception of Wiscana and a park in Saskatoon that I didn't write the name down of because I suck at writing notes, uh, mm. all the other urban parks in the in the province have been basically defunded, and now there was a mention that perhaps even Wiscana Park could see some cuts to its revenue, which would stink. It would. Yeah, it would really stink. Uh, we don't want to go back to the days of stinky Wiscana Park. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. We would like we would like a non a non stinky park, please. Mm hmm. And uh, but the big one, the big scary one for the Queen City, is it is possible that the revenue sharing formula could get tampered with, could get meddled with, to help the Whoa. province make its uh, fix its deficit. But that formula is guarded in a safe deep underwater. 
It is. Wow. Yeah. In only Wisconsin Park. In Wisconsin Park. <laughs> only only the sergeant at arms at uh, the legislative building has a key, and we do. Strangely enough, that's, we also we have the backup key. That's a very odd arrangement. Yeah. I, I've never thought to question it, yeah. but now that you say it out loud. And it's that little box with a magnet that's like stuck to the pipe leading out of the boiler. Right, right. You pop that open, there's the key. Yeah, I mean. To the revenue sharing formula. Well, I, you know, it's probably not something we want to say live on air. Because <laughs> now, because uh, what if Brad thing. Wall is listening? Yeah, good thing. Oh, God, I think he might be one of our four listeners. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Based on his tweets. <laughs> Maybe I'm reading a lot into them. <laughs> but whenever he's talking about improvement, I'm always hopeful <laughs> that we'll get a contract. <laughs> Boys, it's time for you to improve the entire province. Yeah. And we'll be like, yes. God, we're going to have so much money and prestige. <laughs> and the whole province will improve overnight. Yeah. So, so, the, so the revenue, fo- so the revenue sharing formula could could change. Yeah. So, and that's a big problem because we get we get a percentage of all the PST revenue that comes in uh, into provincial coffers. Right. It goes to the city, and the city really relies on that revenue. And this year. Uh, that revenue dropped because with the economy being kind of in the tank at the moment, provincial uh, sales tax revenues are down, and as a consequence, all the municipalities in the province are getting less money. It only dropped uh, by 5%. We lost, I think it's like $2.5 million. I should really double-check that. Um, But, yeah, it was a significant chunk of change that we lost to our coffers for this budget. And so already... The uh, the Queen City budget was under you know a bit of like budget pressure and was like you know facing some troubles and we're gonna we'll find out more about it on Monday when the budget's discussed, but uh, yeah to see that get even worse when the provincial budget comes out in March would be kind of a kick in the kick in the arse yeah. for the municipal budget if if we lose even more money uh, to this uh, to this deficit. Hmm. Yeah, I would not I would not be looking forward to that. Yeah, I got a quote here from our mayor, Mayor Ooh. Michael Fougere. Oh, that one. Um, yeah. So he was saying uh, in the aftermath of the Summa conference uh, about the uh, about Wall's speech, we're concerned when we hear everything is on the table. We hear revenue sharing and potential downloading of different services. We do have is at risk. So, oh. not the greatest quote that I've ever pulled from an article, but uh, there it is. Well, but I mean, if yeah. you so imagine the mayor is concerned, in, in Michael Fougere's voice. And it becomes a lot more exciting. Yeah. And we've really got to work on our Michael Fougere impersonation. Oh, we really do, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah that's, let, that's, me, no, let me be clear. And that's not that's, bad. That's about all I can do. Let me be clear. Um, Sorry, that's my, is, that's, my, that's my Sean Fraser. Oh, 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 oh. That's pretty good. <laughs> I think Sean is out maybe one of our listeners as well. Yeah, he yeah. could be. He could be. Oh, well. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, that was SUMA. Um, there was a bunch of other stuff. I'm hoping we can get somebody to come down into the sub-basement to talk about the SUMA conference in more detail, talk about what SUMA is, what they accomplished. They elected a new president this time. Right. And uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that went on beyond Wall speech. But I thought that was the most uh, most important to discuss, considering it's gonna, it will probably be a point of discussion on Monday at the budget meeting. Almost certainly. Yeah. So the other thing that happened, um, was going to talk about this last week, but you were gone, and we had Shauna Uchu from White Pony Lodge. And, and she's Sherry, so great. She is pretty darn awesome. And so is Sherry McKay, also from White Pony Lodge. Pretty awesome. And then uh, Joel Dreamboat Murray, counselor for Ward 6, was here. <laughs> and the three of them, I just basically sat back, the three of them talked about North Central. And uh, it was a very productive conversation, but I couldn't shut them up, frankly. And so the entire half of the agenda just got thrown out the window. Wow. Yeah. And they had to be shoved off the roof by others. No, no, no. No? No, they, they, well, drove, back, they drove back to North Central. Because I like them. Happy. I would, I would not know. want that to happen. Yeah, they may come back. They may get oh, your cool. job. Um, if we're lucky. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so what we skipped was the city council wrap-up. So two weeks ago... So two weeks ago, Monday, uh, February, January sorry, 29th, there was a city council meeting. Oh. Yes, and I went, and it was fabulous. It was an awesome meeting, and it was kind of short. No, that, 
yeah, yeah. I, I see I see where you're going with that. Yeah. And actually, the truth is, I didn't actually go. I watched a video of it. Oh, okay. That's so, it was a, so it was especially short for me <laughs> because I was able to fast forward through the boring bits, which, strangely enough, is a big chunk of a council meeting. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So one of the big things that came up is this uh, Western Potash contract negotiation, or as Councillor Hawkins likes to call it, the plan to turn poop into gold. Is he an alchemist? Is this what I'm getting? He is. He he looks a bit like an alchemist. He does. But you no, know, he was more saying that the city is an alchemist, that we, as the city of Regina, are, are alchemists, and that we will be able to spin our poop into gold. Wow. And it's a significant chunk of gold if this all works out. Unfortunately, it is not working out. Western Potash is a potash corporation. They mine potash, and they had this process where they were going to take our gray water which is actually treated effluent so it isn't raw sewage it's right. been it's been run through our wastewater treatment so plant. we can't throw our poop at western potash no Let's say give us gold <laughs> i wonder if that would work you because giving them our effluent hasn't been working so far <laughs> that's right maybe, maybe um, just giving to them like a more like raw form yeah and, and shouting at them all. <laughs> yeah yeah I think that'll work for everything. I'm gonna. We should write that up for the budget meeting. Um, we should <laughs> Brad try it Wall, during the budget meeting. Try to take. Try to take our revenue sharing money. <laughs> There's some gold. Poop in the eye. <laughs> um, so no, what Western Potash? The deal is, is that the city has a contract, a 45-year contract. It was put in place back in November of 2012. It was supposed to kick in, uh, well, January of this year that Western Potash would start drawing off a chunk of our affluent every day, and they would inject that into the ground to get potash out. Inject poop water into the ground, potash comes out. Not gold, but they'd but be paying us for the water. In gold? No, actually, oh. probably just like a wire transfer to some account somewhere. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I, to be honest, I have no idea how any of this works. Oh, by the way, <laughs> we're the Queen City Improvement Bureau, and we're broadcasting on 91.3 CJTR, Regina Community Radio. And we have no idea how any of this works. None of this. We don't get it at all. Um, I, I don't even know how this radio... they let us get away with this. I know. I don't even know how this radio thing works. I think, like, little tiny people listen to what we say and then repeat it and everybody mm -hmm. else is home. Yep, they write down little notes and then they run somewhere. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the money that we should be getting from this contract. They were supposed to start drawing water off. Uh, it would be 25 cents a cubic meter. For the first six years, it would be 60,000 cubic meters a day. So that would be about $5.5 million a year for the first six years. So that's really good money. Yeah. Uh, by contrast, like a 1% mill rate increase is around about 1.82, like it depends from year to year. Okay. But a 1% mill rate increase is about $1.8 million. So having this money would like mitigate having like about a f whatever like a four percent three something three point something percent mill rate increase so pretty cool if this had worked out are but they, are they just not good at their jobs no no What's going it's on? that the whole darn world is not good at buying potash right now and so the potash market has kind of collapsed uh there's western potash is not sure that they're going to be able to do this they're they're in a reevaluation stage so the deal was they paid us $500,000 up front to say we're, we're serious. And then when the, uh, if they didn't actually start drawing off our water, they would have to pay us $200,000 a year just to keep that contract and to, you know, keep their thumb on that 60,000 cubic meters right. of our water a day so that we don't give it to somebody else who wants our effluent <laughs> in case that's <laughs> a thing. And, and people are lining up for Regina's effluent. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, we need to educate the world to be to be better at buying potash. I yes. think that's it. Yeah, or effluent. Or effluent. Yeah. yeah. Because the deal is is that they were supposed to start paying us this two hundred thousand uh, dollars. they've said, eh, could you help us out? We'd like to renegotiate that contract, which seems so good for us back in two thousand twelve, but isn't looking so awesome right now. Mm. So the city said yes. And so what the city is gonna do is they're gonna Belay, delay that uh, $200,000 placement placeholder fee and renegotiate the contract with Western Potash. Western Potash apparently has a new process that they're going to pilot. It uses a lot less water, and uh, so they wouldn't be able to draw off the amounts of water that they were saying that they were going to. Uh, we'll drown in effluent. We'll drown in effluent. Um, <laughs> 
But, uh, so what they'd like to do is they'd like to renegotiate so they can, like, draw it off later when they get this new pilot project running and draw off less and thus be not committed to quite so much. Uh, the city has said yes to this. Uh, the One of the main reasons being that if we void this contract now, we could start selling our water to somebody else. Because apparently it is a thing. Industry wants to use our wastewater. Uh, Councillor Stevens raised some concerns about using water for potash mining, uh, that this was commodifying uh, our water. Uh, it was pointed out, though, that if... Western Potash doesn't use this. They would just go to the province and get a license to draw water from Buffalo Pound. So they'd be using raw, clean drinking water, which would be worse. Oh, yes. Instead of taking our our wastewater and recycling it. And they would run it They run it through their potash mine multiple times. It's not like they're using it. But at the same time, once it's been used, it it effectively is no longer yeah. going to be going back into the, it's all the water. Yeah. It's Yeah. It's that salty, uh, yeah, that, that awful salt. Yeah. 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 So anyways, yeah, that was all re- that's that's going to get renegotiated. That's all fine. And the only reason this has taken up most of the second half of of our meeting and the only reason oh. I really wanted to talk about it is because Hawkins did say at council that it turned that this plan will turn poop into gold. And I really just <laughs> wanted to say that a whole bunch of times. I, I understand. Hawkins that. said poop. Hawkins said poop into gold. Yeah. And he said it while wearing like a uh a robes. little leprechaun hat and ropes. And ropes. <laughs> and a little leprechaun hat. Which which is in fashion for alchemists these days, apparently. Yes. <laughs> it's a new age. It's a new age in alchemy. It's it's the two thousand seventeen look for Alchemists International. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of other stuff that came up at this council meeting that was actually also really important. Uh, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission call to action report. Oh uh, this was a big deal. Uh, last year, council passed a motion asking administration to prepare a report about how the city has been fulfilling the calls to action in the Truth and Reconciliation Commission report. I think there was, oh God, I didn't write it down. I think there's like 90 calls to action. There's a lot of things that well, that this country is being asked to do. Uh, there's a bunch that uh, specifically relate to the city. And so we were supposed to prepare a report about what we have been doing and what we're going to be doing f- going forward. Inventory of current actions are things like the Mamawayatin Center in North Central, which is combining a community center with a library, with a school, with a community policing facility, and like space for a whole bunch of other stuff. It's going to be great. It's about ready to open. A lot of money was put into that. Uh, p- protocol of recognition with File Hills, Capel Tribal Council. Um, the city declared the Indian Industrial School Cemetery a heritage site in uh, North Virginia, just did that last year. Um, the cultural plan includes like special mention that we're going to strengthen cultural presence of indigenous people in YQR. Um, corporate diversity inclusion uh, work within the city to you know boost ab- Aboriginal uh, presence within the mm-hmm. city administration. Uh, support for National Aboriginal Day. Uh, the comprehensive housing strategy includes policies to work with Aboriginal groups to develop affordable housing, and that's a really big one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a huge long list. I've just like picked out a bunch of like highlights from the list of things the city's so far been doing. Uh, going forward, um, there's a whole plan that they're developing to respond to the Truth and Reconciliation Commission report, uh, but specific things that they mention are, well, there's an... Uh, there's a learning cafe engagement that they're going to be holding in March where they're going to be bringing together uh, 150 guests, 10 to 15 organizations, and they'll be holding sessions with uh, 22 elders and knowledge keepers from Aboriginal communities to talk about employment, education, health and well-being, and access to services in the city. So the city is, you know, they're, they, it was a good report. Hmm. And, um, you know, it's one of those, like, hopeful moments that, you know, this is going to be one of those times where promises aren't broken. Uh, but that strangely, this led to a very long conversation at council about street naming. As these things eventually come around, too. I know. It's like a, it's like we're in a spiral, Aiden, because this is where the uh, the Queen City Improvement Bureau started. Yeah, I know. Pretty much. It's with discussions of street, street naming. Names. And we're back here again a little over a year later. Unsurprisingly. Hopefully time, every year. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> it is. And uh, so the deal is is that there's been some uh, questions asked about naming some streets in Cree or renaming some streets in Cree. Uh, one of the ideas is uh, on 11th Avenue right now, there's Chinese translations of street names on a lot right. of the street signs. Uh, so do that. Have like um, Cree names for streets and Cree characters. 
uh, underneath the main street names. Sure. Uh, I was visiting uh, St. Albert, Alberta uh, last year, and they have their street names in their downtown core are in English, French, and Cree. So it's totally doable. There's somebody's somebody's already got the template made for the street signs. Somebody's already invented the Cree language. Yes, there's that too. And and the orthography. Yeah. And the notion of signs. So I don't see the problem. Yeah. So this is apparently going, uh, the uh, the city clerk mentioned that there is apparently a report that may be coming forward or a request to do this. Um, one of the questions was, could we could we start uh, taking Cree names to the Civic Naming Commission? But as we've discussed at length at the uh, QCIB, right. the problem with that is that you can put a whole bunch of names on the Civic <sighs> Naming List, but developers typically like to go with their theme names. Like yes. Elmborough Street. Glenborough Glen Elm. Yeah, and yeah view. Wiscana, Wiscana Street. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> They're just going to start repeating words. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be Glen Glen. Yeah, Glen yeah. Glen. Glen. Muse, Muse. Yeah, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, hopefully we'll see something good come out of that and start seeing some, either some, like, you know, dual name, dual language signs, or see some streets renamed. It would all be good. Um, but, yeah. Uh, we that could was start with renaming like um, Albert Street, yeah, and uh, maybe Dudney. Dudney, yes, actually, do if, if any street in the city is due for like a wholesale scorch and like rebuild renaming, it's Dudney. Yeah, yeah. Dudney is due. We should put that on a T-shirt. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and we could sell it. Yeah, and Big generate Dudney revenue. is due for yeah. a new name, <laughs> and just that would generate revenue for yeah. the city. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's kind of two of the big things that happened at Council last week. Um, yeah, there was more, but we've run out of time. Our meeting is oh. almost over. Oh, no. Yeah. What happens when the meeting's almost over? Uh, usually we call for an adjournment. You want to do that? or? Yeah, but I what, what even happens after that? I'm scared. Hold me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just darkness. Oh, okay. And it's uh, darkness and silence for a whole week until we're back here again. Oh, what a relief. Okay, let's adjourn the meeting. <laughs> All right. I second that motion. Okay, and meeting adjourned. You have been listening to the Queen City Improvement Bureau on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Your hosts have been uh, Paul Deshen and me, Aiden Morgan. Uh, music by Guidewire, a.k.a. Ryan Hill. Uh, find us, if you will, on Facebook or on Twitter, Queen City IB, or on our website, queencityib.com. As always, that stands for Improvement Bureau, not Irritable Bowel. Uh, you can also find us cjtr.ca slash podcasts, or listen live, if you like, on cjtr.ca. And we're also available on iTunes. We are everywhere. We are Following up uh, after us, we've got the Nerdcore Cabaret with Maddie D, followed by the cockpit. Keep on improving, Johnny.